Hello. Maria? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Technology is not in our favor today for some reason. It's But okay. <laughs> <laughs> guys, this is a Maria Tia Ponte, uh, beach body coach and mom. And this is Faster Human. This is our, our new episode uh, for today. Uh, looking forward to actually introduce this awesome person that I actually got the chance to meet through, uh, through Facebook. I don't know her personally face to face, but uh, she has an amazing story, an amazing journey, and actually um, wanted to say that I was bringing uh, value uh, to every episode that I can possibly have every single every single day, every single time I have the chance to be able to uh, uh, talk to you about uh, this journey and this amazing journey about health and wellness. And I uh, don't want to take too much time of myself actually uh, talking about Oh, actually, me talking overall, but Maria, uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for actually uh, giving a, a, a time frame to be able to, uh, for people here in the Fastest Human uh, podcast to be able to listen to you. Uh, you know, you can be able to, uh, let, you know, tell everyone who you are and, you know, what it's all about. Thank you, Eric. I really, really appreciate the invitation and the opportunity to um, have this conversation with you. Um, so I am a mom of three. I'm very busy all the time. Um, but in all of that, I have, um, I have found a love and a passion for helping others um, with their health. Um, because it was such a big deal in my life, um, about a little bit about my journey. Um, so about four years ago, I was diagnosed with cervical cancer, um, but it was my third diagnosis of cervical cancer. Um, and I was 32 years old and a single mom, um, three kids that Um, I have um, my oldest, I don't even remember what, how, she old, how old she was at the time, um, but she was battling a lot of um, mental health issues. And so I was dealing with a lot of that um, and um, got diagnosed with cancer. And I felt the world kind of collapse all around me um, because when I was diagnosed previously, I was 18 and 19 years old. Um, and at that time I didn't have little humans depending on me to, to be there. And so it was just a whole different level of concern. Um, when I, when I heard this diagnosis and, um, so I have always been, you know, just let's get to it. Let's, let's, you know, take care of the problem and do what we need to do. And, um, and it really, uh, it took a toll on me. So I had surgery at the beginning of this summer. So it was June 2nd, 2015. Um, after my surgery to remove the area that was, um, that was affected with the cancer cells. Um, I went into a deep depression. I was already overweight. Um, I was dealing with a lot of 
um, emotional issues. Like uh, I was in a long distance relationship at the time and it was just very rocky and um, there was a lot of dis-ease in my body. Um, and I feel now looking back that dis- dis-ease in my body created the disease of cancer. Um, so I went through a depression after that. It was more of that, like, it hit me in, in my face really hard that um, I was sick, single mom, long distance relationship. So my heart was in like two different places. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was unhealthy and overweight and unhappy within myself. Um, so I went through a few months of that. Um, and then in August, um, of that year, um, I, I just, I decided I was like, I can't, I hate what I feel like. I hate what I look like. I hate what, what, um, just this feeling of like, this, I don't know, despair or, um, uncertainty of what was going to happen. I had my, um, my follow-up appointment um, in like a month or a month and a half after that. So it was just a lot going on. Um, so I was, I just decided, I was like, I need to do something. And I had gotten an email because um, I had done a beach body program before, like years before um, with when T25 was, was uh, being released. So I did that for a few months, but I was never able to stick to it. I was mm-hmm. in a very busy career. Um, I was in the travel industry for, um, for 11 years and, um, I traveled 25% of the year. Um, I, you know, so it was just, it was very hectic all the time. And so I could never stick to anything because everything was on DVDs at the time. And, um, and when I traveled for a week out of the month, I would fall off. And so... It became kind of like I, I was just never able to stick to it. So fast forward 2015, um, I had gotten an email for this program called Size. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting. It's Shanti. I already know him from T25. I loved him. Um, but this is dancing. I, I have rhythm like you would not believe but little coordination. So if this is going to teach me step by step how to create a, a whole like um, routine, then I'm all down for it. So yeah. I ordered it. Yeah. Uh, I ordered it with the last $200 balance that I had on my credit card. Because um, after a, you know, um, a hectic uh, summer with the kids, my son had just turned 10, um, so that was a big birthday. Um, it was um, the uh, summer camps and everything for three kids is not cheap. So it had been a very, like, hectic, uh, financially hectic summer. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what I need to do. So I ordered it. And, um, and because I didn't order it through a coach or anything like that. I was assigned to somebody I didn't even know. Um, And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to stay um, accountable to somebody. So I posted my first picture um, August 24th, 2015 on Facebook saying, 
hey guys, so I'm going to start this journey. And if I don't have anyone to hold me accountable, I won't do it. Um, so I will post a sweaty selfie after I finish my workout. And I started doing that for the first week. And I started getting so much like comments and what are you doing? And all of that fun stuff. <laughs> um, and the, at the end of that first week, uh, that Saturday, I went to a birthday party. And a friend of mine um, that had been seeing my posts every day and looking at all the comments every day, um, he tells me, hey, um, so we've been, me and my wife have been watching you. And that's awesome that what you're doing and kind of just putting yourself out there. Why aren't you a coach? And I said, um, (laughs) I am in no condition to be a coach. I am super overweight. (laughs) Um, I'm not coaching anybody. And he goes, well, I had a friend that was a beach body coach and, uh, that's exactly what they do. They share their journey. That's exactly what you're doing. It's what they do. And you're a single mom. I mean, you have a great career, but couldn't you use extra income? Um, or whatever. And I was like, eh, no, I don't think so. And then the yeah. next day I posted my first video for the first week. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be brave and post my video of the routine that I learned. Um, and I posted it and that, and it got a lot of traction and people asking me, you know, I was telling people to go order it online and, or, you know, to the website. Yeah. And, um, and then I, I, uh, I got his last, the last comment of that night was like at 1130 and it was my friend, the one that I had talked to the day before and he, and he posted something paraphrasing now, um, saying something like, see, you're, you have the ability to inspire and, and, and show people that, that this is possible. You really should become a coach. Yeah. And I thought about it for like 30 minutes. And it was August 31st, um, then, you know, because it was after midnight. And I I just hit that become a coach little button. Yeah. And I jumped. <laughs> and my coach calls me the day after. And she goes, um, hi, how are you? Who are you? What's going on? Like, who? So I was a free lead that became a coach. And that unicorn that we all want <laughs> that actually wanted to work yeah, yeah, the business. Yeah. And... And I started from there. I got, I got became an Emerald coach, which, as you know, is um, it's two people under you. Um, pretty like in the net, yeah. in the first like two weeks, not even in the first week of becoming a yeah. coach, and and like I've been at it since then. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna ask you, and um, and 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 this is this is the this is the part that I ask uh, in regards of the. The, the process and where where I tell a lot of people look those baby steps they don't seem like a lot but they can mean so much um, what you wish you have done differently that you have that you wish that you had it done differently when you first started it what was what would be the thing um, that you say okay you know I should have done this differently I honestly I don't think I would do anything differently and I'll tell you why. I feel like everything in my life um, and I've been through a lot. I'm that less than 1% chance um, in almost everything that I can even imagine. And 
I think that everything is necessary because it it makes you who you are. I think that the process of the ups and downs makes you who you are and I don't I don't think that I would do anything differently because if not I wouldn't know what I know now. If I wouldn't have tripped over myself a million times, if I wouldn't have known how to walk properly, you know? It just it I think that it's of the process that we need to be okay with um the failure in order to be cut, to get to the success that we get to mhm and um and and i'm pretty sure a lot of the a lot of people there you know in social media you know because you capture uh the specific amount of people especially uh with a lot of women who who tend to you know kind of sort of see that before and after uh it, it's it's much more easier uh, on the approach a lot of ladies especially that wants to are right now trying to figure it out what to do um what is the approach a lot of the you know people that come to you and ask you for for support for help so it's have it's been a lot of just talking to people because i i remember what that feeling is like um it's hard though a lot of i have gotten Uh, I've had a lot of conversations that they look at me now and it's a lot harder there they they think that it's still easy that it's easy for me. And yeah. um and I still struggle just like everybody else. I've gotten to my quote-unquote goal weight um uh-huh. and you know and and have gone up from that and then gone back down and I, it's still a struggle. It's a journey not a destination and that's i think where yeah. people get very um caught up in well i want to get to this point and then they get there and then they let everything go that they've learned um yeah but it is definitely a journey so a lot of the conversations that i have are with people that just need someone to be there and that's what i do i am just there and i have an amazing group of women that um they're there to support each other. They are struggling with the insecurities. They are struggling with um, you know, not putting themselves first. That was my biggest thing. I was not on my my list of priorities at all for many years. Yeah. And I had to learn that I had to put that oxygen mask on first. That number one was me before everybody else. And because if I wasn't around, then who the heck was going to take care of everybody else that I took care of and who was on my priority list? Yeah. So, um I it's been that was that was a really rough time. Like I how do how do I put myself first? Like I have kids to take care of, I have a career, I have family, I have friends, I have all of this to take care of. I have bills to pay. How am I going to take care of me first? Yeah. And that was that was a struggle. Which, of of course, it's just like a, a, one of the things that I could tell a, a lot of people is like, falls down. Not that I was going to be a pretty picture when it comes down to you know uh, maintaining everything else that is around you, but it's totally worth it because you see all the people that want to you know try to get succeed. Um, what is sustainable to you now? Uh, how you find sustainability? within your within the people that are seeing results especially people that are uh constantly we are being bombarded with a lot of information mm-hmm. uh, all the time especially right now uh we have um 
you know, for example, the, uh, the keto diet, we have, for example, paleo, we have intermittent fasting, we have fasting. And this is one of the reasons I, I approach to you in regards of, uh, uh, have you seen a, a change completely from when you started it? Yeah, um, it's very different. Um, I've done the, I've done so many quote unquote diets um, uh-huh. and it never was sustainable. And to me, sustainability has been, has has been learning how to eat a balanced nutrition plan. And, mm-hmm. you know, I still eat pizza because it's my favorite thing in the world. And, uh-huh. uh, but I don't do it all the time. And I learned that I, I basically, I've used the container system, the portion control containers, and I meal prep still with it. And I, I have learned that to me, being able to still eat my carbs and still eat my, my fruits and still, you know, all of that stuff that some of these other diets um, remove, uh, to me, having something balanced that I don't feel like I am um, restricting myself has been what's been able to be sustainable um, because that's, that's just what's worked for me. Um, Mm-hmm. But because I feel like it's just shown me a proper way of eating that I can do for the rest of my life. I don't think that, in my opinion, that the keto diet can be done for your whole life. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have your body needs certain certain things to function properly. They just need to be done in the proper way. And um, I don't know. That's that's been what sustained my journey and I where I've been you know four years almost four years later um what I have learned yeah there's yeah that's one of the things that in regards to what I have come to to face myself is in regards of uh, nutrition intake so it's diets um one of the one of the things is what is sustainable to you what works for you and one of the things that I that I noticed and with a lot of uh from the keto diet members you know the and this is one of the things that's uh, been talked about in the, uh, uh, you know, in the area with nutrition intake. And, and so, it's, you know, like, let's just talk about, for example, keto, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they have it planted a flag in front of them and say, well, I'm keto and forever keto, which is understandable. But one of the things that, that, that I have come to, to face uh, with nutrition intake is, as far as uh, a lot of coaches is the understanding now more of the biological and uh, the actual science behind why people are gaining weight and why people are actually, you know, uh, why are becoming a country or <laughs> not just talk about just this country, but overall we becoming an, uh, ob- an, ob- an obese nation. Yeah. Um, have you, I'm pretty sure, have you have a lot of people coming to you in regards of you know, uh, the nutrition intake part. Of, yeah. You know, being a coach. Um, and that's that's where every I think where most of the people struggle. I think that people can maybe get into the whole working out thing, but they struggle with the nutrition, and that's where I feel like I've um, I've struggled with the most as well. Like, I don't particularly like to work out, which is funny because everybody thinks that I love to work out. Listen, unless it's dancing, 
I'm not a particular fan, <laughs> but I've yeah. learned that I, I chase that after feeling um, for the working out part of it. Um, but the nutrition, that's something that's like all the time. I am, I am constantly, um, I, I see that that's where everybody has the issue is come, where it comes down to the nutrition. We're either overeating on healthy food, thinking we're being healthy. Um, people don't understand that you can overeat on healthy food as well. Your body takes, and this is, this is the coolest thing that I've learned in coaching, right? Like the, the thoughts of what I thought was healthy before, eh, maybe not so much, you know, you, you learn that your body can take so much nutrients at the same time. So if you're overeating on a huge salad, does it mean that you're just you're eating healthy like you could still overeat on that um that was like shocking to me and I think that people struggle with that they don't know there's so many quote-unquote diets out there and people have tried so many things that when it comes down to it they just don't know what works anymore and well yeah that's I think that's just that's where I've learned the most is I don't cut things out. I just am more mindful of the things that I do eat. And I, and that's what's, that's, what's been like, that's what I've learned in, in this like journey of mine. It's the different, um, the science behind it, you know, Uh, we need, we need the, we need, we do need fruit. We do need carbohydrates. It gives us energy. So the every everybody's like, oh my gosh, like carbs are no, that's unhealthy. Well, the healthy carbs, like my favorite thing to make is sweet potato mash, and I have that with my meals every week. I love it. But when you think of carbs, all we think is all the the bad stuff. <laughs> um, yeah. But we do. Our body needs it, and our body needs fruit, and our body needs you know, the, the protein and the veggies and the healthy fats and all of that. It, it's why it was made and created to begin with. It just, I don't know. I, that's, it's been a lot, it's been an interesting journey. The, 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 the nutrition aspect of it, because everybody has different uh, things that they bring, that, that they've tried and it's kind of breaking them out of that. And well, yes, uh, and one of the things that, uh, and you know, and the reason, um, you know, I, I come across with nutrition and especially on a lot of coaches, uh, not just Peach Body, because I have other coaches that come from other, other different uh, companies, like you know, um, I forgot the name of this company, but. One of the things that, that I noticed is that, and, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the nutrition diets that is being implemented, uh, they're trying to fit it in for, you know, in one place where everybody's so much different, mm-hmm. uh, especially right now uh, where science it has, is, is getting involved into uh, be able to help out, especially the ones um, in the medical sector, for example, right? The medical sector says, well, you need to exercise and you need to, you know, diet. Um, back in the days, that was the, the trend that you got to, you know, just pretty much you need to exercise and 
diet or you have to take medication. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty sure you're, you're, you have seen this pattern uh, for, for a very long time, especially, you know, uh, now more than ever, it's the, the thing is about intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. fasting, OMAD, and uh, these several tools that they're utilizing now to be able to be more sustainable. Um, what do you see yourself right now uh, without with what you're working with and what you're seeing now, the trends that is coming? Um, I mean, I, there's, I feel like there's, it's just, it's the industry. People know they want to, they need to get healthy. They just don't know what works for them. So mm-hmm. everybody comes, or not everybody, there's, there's all these things that are coming up and, um, to make it easier on people. Um, and honestly, I am of the, the mindset of do what works for you. But, but mm-hmm. whatever you do, make sure you, you look at the, the pros and the cons of it. Um, yeah. Again, I, I personally feel like it's for me, the portion control aspect of it and being able to eat, you know, all of the food groups <laughs> um, has, has been what's sustained my journey um but you know if if I couldn't I couldn't picture myself I have done a ketogenic diet before for example um so this is I'm gonna use this because I know that you know what it what it did for me I got results I lost like 20 something pounds with a ketogenic diet um Uh but I didn't learn how to eat properly so when I got to my goal and I went, you know, back to my normal n- nutrition. It came all right back and some. So I just feel like, I mean, I don't think that, again, uh, unless it's a medical reason that you are doing, for example, a keto diet or something like that. That's okay. That's understandable. But just, I, I feel like if you have to find something that's sustainable for you. Something that will teach you how to mm-hmm. eat properly. Something that um, that you you're not depriving your body of very necessary things. In my opinion, mm-hmm. again, um, everybody there's so many things out there now that you know. Pe- I don't know. I don't know half of half of anything. <laughs> I <laughs> like. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I've obviously I, I've had somebody actually that's been on a paleo diet and I've had someone that's done the keto and and I've had. Um, but there's the, the uh, you mentioned one, the OMAD or something like that. I don't know yeah. the ins and outs of that. There's just so many things now, Eric, that I honestly um, in my brain, I I try to keep it as simple as possible. And that's what works for me is a simple the simplicity, the simplicity of yeah. it. Yeah, and that's just, this is one of the things that I that I I myself help simplicity in a sense where I optimize my body, and and this is goes because we are constantly going to learn so many things, and in, in this few like say for example right now we having this conversation in regards to you know what's working for you, 
but the long term is the long term is more just you want sustain something that is sustainable mm-hmm. and something that is gonna make sure that you're happy and you and you definitely enjoying every everything the aspect of your life yeah. what 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 I did I did the portion control myself and I did it for a specific amount of time and said well listen you know I'm a very busy person you know and I was doing the whole five five to six years per day and I did it for so long I did it I will say eight years eight years until I bumped into this thing that's called leaky gut and when I got into bumping to leaky gut and, and then I I literally went to do a lot of research and I like I said listen I need to find out what's going on with my yeah. body and now I did lost I lost 70 pounds right and what I thought was the right thing to do for my body eating five to six meals per day was not necessarily a good thing for me yeah you know no you know knowing that I want to build muscle I want to look lean I want to you know um, I just turned my 40s and so that's a huge difference between being 34 and yeah. 40 <laughs> so so I'm like I I need to see what what is happening so I decided to do a lot of information that, and one of the reasons I, I, I step out from teaching classes I said I need to figure out what's going on with me and that's when you know, I decided to jump into science, do the research, what happens at, at the molecular level, what happens with with your hormonal imbalance, what happens, why do people gain weight, and and so when I discovered that the only thing I needed to do for me was to take a break from eating all these mm-hmm. meals and reset my body to be able to become more efficient. And what I discovered was that, you know, breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. Yeah. Because of the hormonal imbalance that I was having, the the amount of uh, uh, stored uh, store, uh, glycogen, stored body fat that I was accumulating, especially with visceral fat, especially with uh, all these things that, you know, create leaky gut and I was like I didn't even know what leaky gut was I <laughs> yeah didn't even know. When I, you know me being a coach no knowing that hey I need to figure it out what's what's happening to me and so what I discovered was like well look I need to step back from doing this nutritional intake eating breakfast the first thing in the morning then eating a snacks another meal and so I stood back from all that. And what, what, one of the things that I decided to do was look into research and actually human research, not lab rat yeah. research. And so that's when I discovered intermediate fasting, fasting, OMAD, part of keto, part of, uh, part of the, what is, you know, important, healthy fats, uh, you know, good protein, and it's, it was so much of that information that I was like, oh my God, what, what, why should I do all this? Yeah. And so imagine. It's, you it's know, so like, important to do your research. That's, I think that, yes. I think that's where, where stop, like where people don't, um, 
they just go off of, hey, so my friend said that to do this and that, and this is how it works. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. people don't do their research. Um, when I was um, when I was researching uh, Shakeology, for example, um, and other, because I had done different shakes in the past, and, you know, fast forward 2015, um, I'm looking at what's going to be something that I'm going to be putting in my body. I, first of all, I was not a person that was into shakes. Like I was like, I give me some real food. I'm that's what I want. And when I started researching what is in some of the, the, the shakes out there, I, mm-hmm. I was blown away and having already been, been prone to cancer GMOs was just stuff, something that I didn't want to put in my body every day. And, you know, just the fact that like, and so I researched even again, Shakeology. And when I started to see all of these food, superfoods that are in there and, um, one in particular that, that I looked up was, uh, Mataki mushrooms. And it, it shows that, you know, there's, you know, it's very much in the Asian culture, but it's a superfood that gets used for people that are dealing with chemotherapy, with cancer, with high cholesterol, with blood pressure, with um, endometriosis, I believe as well. Like so many things that I'm like, oh, and this is in this shake? That's awesome. Yeah. It just people don't do their research and I think and that's the difference Eric I think that you were able to you found that cool how aware you become of your body and what you know what there's something wrong right you figure out that there's something wrong and you did your research and you found what worked for you exactly and this is the this is the thing that that I tell a lot of people um and when I use and and I tell a lot of people Intermediate fasting and fasting is a tool, it's not a diet. Mm-hmm. And w- when you decide to introduce a nutrition intake or a, a uh, following, for example, the keto diet, because I have found a lot of the uh, people that practice uh, the keto diet has util- started utilizing intermediate fasting yeah. as a tool to benefit of the mental clarity, mm-hmm. the uh, human growth hormone, the uh, the rejuvenation of autophagy, the the essence of uh, the ketosis, because of the fact that you're not putting nothing into your body for the first eight hours, the moment you wake up in the morning. Yeah. And 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 and, and what I tell a lot of people is that if you do the keto and you're doing intermittent fasting, fantastic. If it's working, keep going. One of the things is. If you feel like you need to eat a piece of bread, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of the day, you have to remember yourself that you are human. Yeah. And this is what the whole idea of fasting human is. Because we're all human. We're going to make mistakes. <laughs> and we're be okay gonna... with that. That's where I'm... Yes. You, you trip and fall. Like, I don't regret anything in my life. Anything. Because that's, the, that's, this, that's created the human that I am today. And I kind of like myself. <laughs> yes. Like a lot. So if I wouldn't have gone through the things that I've gone through in my life, I wouldn't be who I am today. And 
and I'm going to continue to make mistakes, but that's just going to help me grow into the person that I'm going to be later. Exactly. I I think that's a lot where people are so afraid um, of the failure aspect. And don't get me wrong, I still get afraid of that failure aspect. But when I when I come out of that failure and I'm like, oh, this is why it happened. There was a meaning behind it, and it's for me to grow even more. That that's kind of you know I um I I started as a coach doing this like part time, like it was my side hustle thing. And I yeah. did that for almost two years, and then almost two years ago, um, at the end of June, I got laid off after 11 years of this amazing career that provided very well for me and my and my kids. Um, I was that, you know, badass career woman, and I had I I had it was a very good very good career and it was very good to me um and then to get laid off because of this huge merge that they did and all of this and it just it it took me oh yeah it took me down to a different level of like Mm -hmm. oh gosh I was so successful so successful um by the time I left um the industry I was my upon my shoulders was forty four million dollars for the company, um, so that that was a lot. Um, from going to like that, the, the top of my career, or whatever, to absolutely nothing, or you know whatever I was doing with this side hustle thing, it was very humbling, very humbling, and the last two years have been. Um, I decided that I was never going to let somebody have that much power over me again. Um, in terms of my livelihood for my family, um, I, I controlled that and we cut down on everything, everything. I, you know, I moved, I, I, I've cut down on everything and that's been a huge lifestyle change for me and the kids as well. Um, but like it was just a uh, I went on a personal growth journey and I declared 2018 to be the year of me and I did anything and everything that felt intuitionally right for me to do I did yeah and this is one of the things that tell a lot of people in regards of uh, you know connecting and, and building relationships because one of the things that that has helped me out uh, when, uh, as we do this interview is like look there's so many people with different stories there's so many mm-hmm. their journeys are different from one to the other and you know the fact that you know you're, you're you have realized that oh look you know there's so many opportunities for you to be able to grow mm-hmm. that is going to essentially you know take you to a different level I was saying, what are you curious about right now what are you curious um I have so much <laughs> I'm curious about. Um, I am honestly, I'm curious about what's what my my mind can create that I can manifest. Mm-hmm. So the whole manifesting thing is where I'm 
I'm very into right now. Um, and again, kind of part of that growth journey that I started um, yeah. was that like, where can I? Where can I? Where can my my energy, my vibration be that I can manifest what I want? Oh, and I... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, one of the things I could tell you that that I can help you with that is the fact that mental clarity is one of the key factors of what I've been doing for the past year and a half. Is intermittent fasting when you do it progressively mm-hmm. will teach you how to be able to have that mental clarity that you want and yeah that eventually you know you're talking about vibration you're talking about energy and what i tell once you start realizing the potential of your body and mm-hmm. how very unique it is you you will be amazed of how much more you can do yeah because you're becoming more self-aware yeah and, you know it's it's been oh i i gotta say like it's crazy again the things that i have i've always had this amazing um connection with my intuition if my gut feeling quote-unquote gut feeling feels like this is something i should do you like i jump even when you know when you we when you reached out to me I can, I can say that I followed my intuition. I felt like there was something I should do and, or, you know, I should talk to you or whatever. And it's, I've, I've been so big on my gut feeling and, and, um, just like coaching when it came to my life, it was exactly what I needed in my life. And I, it felt right. And it flowed properly like it flowed I I just every time I've gone into a house when I'm when I've been like when I was looking for um a new house um a few years ago and I went in there and the realtor's like how do you know this one's it I'm like just because I know it just feels right it just feels right and the to be now self-aware of that that that's my intuition that that's you know, God talking to me or whatever. Like, I feel like that is the coolest thing in the world. I have this, this superpower for my, for me, it's my superpower. Um, and it, it's whatever instinctually feels right. And, but that's like shown me that, you know, we still have to be able to imagine. We have to go back to being kids again and, and have that imagination because the imagination is what creates that movie in your mind, which creates what you want in 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 actuality, like your what how you manifest. You have yeah. to have that imagination. My son, I'm going to tell you a, a quick story about my son. Um, he's 13 years old, and for a whole year, this kid carried around one of my old phone cases with no phone in it. And he pretended like we would be in the car and he would be like, we would be talking and he would be like using his thumbs, like he's typing a a text message or something. And I would look over at him and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just, you know, talking to my friend. I'm like, what are you doing, kid? And he, in his mind, he had this iPhone and whatever. And he was just typing away and he would look at me. He's like, look, mom, I have more Instagram followers than you. And it's 
this phone case. Can you... <laughs> I've always been, you know, you're going to work hard for your for your stuff. So I I started working when I was really, really young with my dad. He owned a, his own jewelry shop um, for many, many years. And um, I always, I, I still have the same phone number that I had when I was, when I first got my phone at 17. Um, I used to pay for my own beeper when that was a thing. Like, yeah. I've always you know so I told them you know unless you work hard for what you want you're not gonna I'm not just gonna give it to you um so that they learn to appreciate the things that they have and um and my dad like two months ago um I go and visit him at his job and he's like here and I'm like what is this he's like it's a phone I said I know it's a phone what do you need me to do with it and he goes, it's for Alberto. And I said, what for? And he's like, because he's been carrying a phone case around for a year now. And he needs a phone. And I said, he doesn't need a phone. But the kid manifested a smartphone. And it came into his life. And, like, I haven't connected it. So it's all done through wireless still. So, I, again, if he's going to get it connected, it's going to have to be him working for it. But he has a phone in his hands. But this was in a, a year of him imagining himself with a phone and yeah. listening to his sisters, like, bother him about how ridiculous he was because he was, he, he had a phone case. Um, but he didn't care because in his mind, that was his phone and he would carry it around everywhere. And now he's got a phone. And I think that yeah. that's so powerful. Like... I tell him like so I have this house that I that I have a that I have on my vision board I have it um, and I went to go see it a few weeks ago with one of my best friends um, they had an open house and I and it's it's a you know it's my dream house it's on a lake it's beautiful um, and I I know in my heart that that house is mine so I don't care I told the, the realtor that that was showing it I said listen I'm here because this is I just needed the energy to be here like I needed me to know that this is right this feels instinctually right and whether it's mine right now or it's in the, mine in like a few years it's gonna be mine because I feel it it's mine yeah and she's like oh my god I love that it I walked in there and I felt at home and that's all I need. Yeah. So it's so and powerful. This, it is, it is, it is a, a good thing. And this is one of the things what I tell a lot of people when you become very self-aware, when you have that mental clarity, when you have in, in your mind the things that you want to accomplish and do, that it, it, it makes a huge difference. And, and this is one of the things I talk about in my podcast is the mental clarity, the, the self-awareness. Because uh, this this gives you a projection. This gives you uh, be able to not only that it becomes sustainable, but just overall just have uh, you know be able to accomplish anything you want by just having those uh, visualizations that you that yeah. definitely approach. I was gonna ask you: uh, There's anything I should ask but dating? Um, <laughs> there's so much. Eric, I told you I'm less than 1% chance, right? Um, goodness. I don't know. Um, 
I I have so much. I have such a huge story, Eric. It's uh, I feel like one day, and you'll remember this, and you're gonna say, "Oh my gosh, I had a my one of my first interviews with my or my one of my first uh, Beachbody interviews with this girl." Um, I I'm definitely I'm looking. I'm gonna be a writer. I'm going to have. Um, I am a number one New York Times bestselling author and speaker, and it's going to happen. <laughs> um, I, I see so many things. I, I think that my story is way too powerful to, and not, again, not just because I feel like if I've overcome everything that I have, um, and it's it's been a lot, cancer was part of it, um, but it's been... It, so many different things um if i've overcome it i know that my 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 story is meant for something much greater than just me um so i don't know more more things to come well of course this is the reason why you know i am uh, i I decided to buy you and and actually be part of this because you know, like I said, we have a different story. Now you know that you can be able to share your journey with the whole world, utilizing this, this platform, Anchor, yeah. for example, right? I didn't, I didn't know anything about Anchor until I was listening to another podcaster. His name is Gary Vee. I love Gary Vee. Awesome. You love Gary Vee? <laughs> I love He's an Gary awesome guy. Yes, yes, yes. If you guys, uh, he, he talked about Anchor FM and he said, you guys, you can start you can let the world listen to you by just starting this thing and that's when i uh, got super curious and i said okay and this is what you listen it's not that this recording this this episode is here forever and the reason being want to say say forever is because your great grandkids my great grandkids gonna listen to this yeah and this is the funniest thing is that we are looking at we're viewing the future based on our story based on yeah. our journey and imagine you look back uh a year from now and you would say oh my god everything is manifesting because of the fact that a decision making uh, a chance a let's do it type of thing mentality got you yeah. to where you are where you want to be yeah and, um well, one of the things I was I wanted to say is, is the takeaway. Wobble, you can ask these questions to my audience, and whatever questions you want to ask, what would be the question for the takeaway? For the takeaway, um, for my takeaway or for the audience's takeaway? <laughs> Your takeaway. Yours. My takeaway. Um, in this, in for the interview or just life in general. That's in general. This interview, because you know you 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 already you already put it out there with the flag that you want to become a bestseller. You want to do this. Yeah. Uh, so this is, um, this is a good thing. This is a this is a this is a great thing for anybody who's listening to this podcast. Yeah. So I think that we need to be okay with our journey and accept it. Um, we have the like my my takeaway for life in general is we have so much power over how our life unfolds our our mind um 
the energy we put behind things we have so much power um to where our life goes um I am a survivor through and through um I just and and this is like from the point of like I was in my mother's womb and my mom had a miscarriage so I was a twin and I stayed I survived something that if in all actuality I should have as my mom was having a miscarriage I should have been gone with that miscarriage and I didn't yeah. I'm here I'm here so how powerful is that like yeah. but you have to look at it in that in that perspective everything is perspective right how we look at things um what energy we put behind it um i could look at what my life is and say woe is me woe is me woe is me woe is me or i can say i i overcame that i overcame this i overcame this how freaking strong am i that i've overcome all of this and i'm still here kicking like it's got to be like that to me like the journey has i have to look at my journey as some huge blessing because i can have the perspective of oh my god it sucks so bad that you know i almost died a few times <laughs> um and it sucks so bad that um you know i was i i went through a lot of trauma um when i was younger i could look at it that way or i could say you know what I went through that trauma and I and I overcame it. And yeah. now I can speak about it freely and not give that person any more power. And I've overcome death a few times because I've had surgeries that I've almost died in. I've had cancer a few times. Um and I'm still here. Like what a huge blessing is that. So yeah, I yeah. it's just it's all perspective, all how you look at it, all how what power you you put behind your words, the energy you put behind your words and honestly like be so grateful for your journey because it is what makes you you. And that's so powerful, I think. Yeah, that's my takeaway for life. And this is yeah, this is just something that I I look forward to share with with everyone every single time. people that have been very grateful and thankful for it. Um, Maria, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to to doing this podcast. Where can people find you? Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, yeah. YouTube. <laughs> What do you have? Um, so I have um, mainly it's Instagram and Facebook. Um, I do have Snapchat, um, but I'm not as active on it which I know I should be um so um instagram is at maria aponte love your life fitness uh-huh. um facebook is maria t aponte or maria aponte's love your life fitness um is my business page um snapchat i think it's uh, bella maris b e l e a m a r i s um YouTube I have a YouTube channel that I'm eventually going to get started to but that's also Maria Tia Ponte um so yeah that's kind of that's 
that's where I'm at. Love Your Life Fitness is my, is my, it's my team. Um, it's my motto, my brand, Love Your Life, because, you know. Yes, yes. And, uh, uh, and once again, guys, uh, you guys want to reach out to her, you can find her on Instagram. We'll have the links below on the description of this podcast. You guys can be able to uh, connect with her and see her story, her journey. And, you know, she's I'm definitely looking forward to help out as many people as possible. Um, Eric, Maria, you're awesome. Thank you. <laughs> no, Maria, thank you so much for actually t- taking the time and actually doing this with me. Because next time you come around to this podcast, it, I think it's going to be a different different old story. Yeah, there's <laughs> so much yeah. more to tell. <laughs> yeah, there's so much more to tell, more, more to share with the, with the world. And... Uh, and, and this is what's interesting and uh, doing podcasts and uh, it's not just, you know, like I said to you, it's not the USA, it's not the UK, you know, I, I didn't realize there's a lot of people out there who do speak English yeah. and uh, uh, looking forward to do one in Spanish. Uh, let's you know, do we, it. Let's do it. Hablamos <laughs> español. Sí, claro. So, but one of the things that uh, that I wanted to tell you guys and Maria, once again, thank you so much and for, for actually doing this. Uh, the, the beauty of sharing her story is the fact that we, we as people, uh, we as a, a humanity, hum, humanity, we want to let you know that everything is possible, that you have a voice, that you have a story to tell. And there's nothing more than to share something successful, something that has become uh, a, a pedestal and where we are striving for, for more and to be able to strive for more every single day. And here at Fasted Human, just to let you know, you are human. We make mistakes and it is okay. Maria, thank you so much. Thank you, Eric. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, once again, uh, we'll see you soon. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.